0: that uh, people walking up a very high hill today will be bitching about that hill. <laughs> They'll name the hill, I'll never climb in that hill, mount something today or whatever again. Yes? But it's not the hill that's pro- producing the effect, it's gravity. Yeah? So everyone, everyone who went to Starbucks this morning, I mean... Cafe, any breakfast spot, not one person is talking about the effects of gravity on them. On them. <laughs> They're really not. You're not hearing, you know, oh, oh yeah, you're hearing your comments, oh yeah, yeah, me too, the gravity, yeah, it's the left. It's really going against the left today more than the right. <laughs> oh, me, it's the right, you know? No one's speaking about it at all, yet it's having a huge influence on the body all day. You know, your movements, going upstairs, everything. Yeah? All this stuff is gravity. It's, not, it's nothing other than that. But we keep saying it's all these other things. The stairs, I can't handle the stairs anymore. Or I can't go up that hill. But the main influence is gravity on the body. Yeah? So we're totally, in, uh, we're totally under its influence of the body, but very little awareness of it. The only way it can usually be produced is if you take someone's body and put it into an anti-gravity chamber and then they get, wow, by the absence of its effects, they get its influence. Yes, it's exactly what it's about. By the absence of its effects, then you really know what gravity is. You don't know what gravity is while you're under it. Because you're always under it, yeah. You know what gravity is when you're when you're out from it that's the whole same thing with the idea of selfing I wanted to use the terminology what I'm using selfing to mean is uh, the act of being identified as a long lasting independent separate entity a thing the entity represents the thing long lasting says we got a lot of time here and independent means there's there's no other thing like this thing (laughs) <laughs> this thing <laughs> it's totally absurd if you just break it down it really is what we're, uh, the whole foundation of the story we're mostly living is totally based on incredible insane assumptions really they don't hold any water under investigation so that's the meaning I use when I say selfie. it's a mental activity that produces the sense of being identified as a self and it's a verb identification as a self. Not self isn't a noun, it's an act the mental process is doing. It's in the act of identifying as a self. That's what it's doing. How? By listening to the thoughts in a certain way that I'm the thinker of them, or they're about me. How? By feeling the feelings as I'm the feeler of them, or they're my feelings. Yes? Yeah? When the mind's in that position, what that position is being used to do is to produce the identification as a self. Yeah? So the thoughts are used are facilitating the mental process to complete its idea that you're a self. Yeah? By listening to the thoughts, you know, listening to thoughts under these two relationships, either they are my thoughts, like I'm doing them somehow, or they're about me. Yeah. And they're the only way the, mind, the thought system can think about you is really as a body. If it thinks about you in in the two rounds where it's always about, I'm not the thinking only happens now. But what it's about when you're usually thinking is the past and the future. It's always rooted there. Yeah, so. The thought system that we're listening to, like K. Paul, the flagship, you know, or K. Hiker, or K. Chris, it's the flagship. It's like, instead of clear channel, it's unclear channel. It's a giant franchise, and it's broadcasting this idea of me, and all the separate stations think they're a unique, independent separate station. They're all used, but they feel they're a me. (laughs) That's produced. That feeling is being produced. That feeling is being produced. The you is here. It's appearing. But the you is used to sort of represent that there's a me somehow. That the body's mine, or I'm in the body. And it's this little me that thinks it's the doer, and the haver, and the thinker, and the feeler, and the mover, and the shaker. <laughs> Yet, its dilemma, as they found out in alcoholism, in AA, its dilemma is that it's powerless. It, doesn't, it can't make people do what it wants, usually. It can't have things go the way it wants to go. It doesn't have any juice, and it's always running into that frustrating reality and getting very upset. Yeah, maybe the civilization and you've been socialized to keep the upset down, but you're fucking pissed off usually that you're not getting what you want, so, or you're in a lot of anxiety that you may lose what you have. Yeah. Why? As a me, yeah, as a me, as a me. So, so here's here's this mental process. It's presenting this verb that yourself. Yeah. So it's taking mind, which is an unbelievable possibility, and it's a fixing mind to the idea that it's a body, yeah? A long-lasting independent separate thing. Now that body, it will recognize that you have a body. You're, this is a, you, this is a you, this is a you, this is a you, this is a you, this is you. I will never say, see you as anything other than a you, yeah? Yet all of you will not see me as anything other than a you. My whole life. It's never going to change. You're going to see me as you. But there you are, yeah, as long as I feel I seem to be outside, I'm a you. <laughs> yeah. Now the you, when it's felt here in its mythical insight it's me. Yeah, It separates me from all the other yous. Yeah. So therefore now this thought system that I'm under is my thought system. That's why I have this feeling of terminal uniqueness that no one thinks like I do. <laughs> <laughs> no one feels like I do come on how can you understand me you haven't been through what I've been through <laughs> and no one has done the heinous things that I've done <laughs> you would never do what I've done well if I go to enough meetings I like hear people have done what I've done and they sure think a lot like me and they sure feel about life a lot like me so I had to come to two conclusions how did they get my thoughts <laughs> How did how did he how did Jeff get my feelings? Because he's describing them quite well, but he's calling them his. Yeah, that's the only difference. And I'm calling them mine. You see? Oh, so the whole solution in AA, in a lot of ways, has a small subdivision. Yeah, Alcoholism Anonymous is a great petri dish to look in, and then expand it up into all self centeredness. Yeah, so you know, in AA, you'll go to meetings, and I've gone all around the world and. I've run into a lot of people who have my thoughts. (laughs) And then I realized, how could they be mine if you have them? (laughs) How could they be homegrown if everyone in this room has them? How can they they become my little plot of a garden if Jeff has them and everyone has them? Well, how can these feelings be mine? So finally, one of the most insane assumptions is under-question now, yeah? Jesus, so these thoughts that I am giving the power to drive me crazy, these thoughts are in mind. And what you realize, how the power to drive you crazy is given to the thoughts is through the mind. You're identified as the thinker, or you're identified as the object of the thoughts, and that's what gives them so much meaning. Because you can have the same thoughts and I recognize it as yours, those thoughts have no ability to influence my event right now. But if the same thoughts are held as mine, they do. Where does the power come from? The thought or from the mind of the thought? It comes from the mind. Yeah. Our mind is giving everything the meaning it has, and a lot of meaning has been given to thoughts, feelings, this and that, over the bridge of my thoughts, my feelings, my actions, my property, my money, my, 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 my. The meaning is totally different when you look at the word money than when it has the word my in front of it. My money means so much more to most people than money does. Yeah? It's my money. So money, I'd love to see people have money. My money, no. I don't want any of you to see my money. But money, I hope everyone has money. But my, no, 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 no. Time, yes. Get tons of time, but my, no, I don't have any time for you. My time is very valuable to me. You see? It changes everything. Recognize it. That's happening all day. Most stuff... Most feelings are preceded by they're yours. Most thoughts are held by they're yours. Most actions are definitely taken to be yours. Yeah? Even though, even in AA, when you come in AA and you realize, once I drank and started using, all bets were off. Yeah? This, this, the belief that they're my actions are still so strong that you still produce guilt and shame for the behavior you were in while you were using you don't get the relief the program offers to see that you were powerless over alcohol. It's sort of like you're dancing with a gorilla, you're gonna stop what it wants to stop. Yeah? But you but the, the tenaciousness of the belief that you're the thinker and you're the doer is held even after you get recovery from alcoholism, you're still not getting recovery from that. Because yeah? that's prior to alcoholism, that's called self-centeredness. That's the original disease is self-centeredness, extreme self-centeredness. Everyone seems to be saddled by the same navigational system, self-centeredness. And it's a perfect definition. The system is is centered on self. It's centered on this premise that you're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. That's where the relief lies. Question that. That's the premise of the whole system. The whole system is taking you as a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Every thought you ever had about you in the past was not a, you as, as a spirit, it's been you as a body. Every worry and concern you're having about you in the future is you as a body. What's going to happen to me? The me is pictured as a body. What, what happened to me five years ago? How could I say what happened to the spirit five years ago? Because nothing happened to the spirit five years ago, and nothing's happening to the spirit now. And nothing's going to happen to the Spirit. What's going to happen is, what's going to happen to anything is going to be happening to a thing called this you. But the thing has been crowned me. That's the freaking dilemma. You don't see the connectedness of all of us because you think you're different from all the other yous. Yeah. Why? By your simple idea, me. Like a little tiara. Me. Or a crown. Me. And then, from there, the head plays God. It can't play God on everyone, but it can damn well play God in your head. It can ruin a freaking day. When the day has all the possibilities of being great, you'll have a terrible time. Usually produced by thoughts. Usually produced by, they're yours, or they're about you. You're a fucking loser. They're going to find out by at least 12. so Let's just get a coffee and go back home and watch eight hours of Homeland or something, or movies. You know what I mean? Let's not get anywhere near any possibilities of me being right about how I feel, because I know I'm so right about how I feel. I'm a fucking loser. (laughs) You don't see it. If you don't see it, you're looking from it. And if you're looking from it, you're fucked. One way or the other. Nicely fucked or really rudely fucked. but you're still going to be fucked. It's like the gold chain or the iron chain. You're still chained. You're still bonded to the idea of being a self. And that's where the relief and recovery is. It says, we're not, the alcoholism is nothing compared. It says... Please relieve us from the bondage of self. It's not, please relieve us from the vodka. No, it's the bondage of self, because the bondage of self is what's producing the huge urge to drink the vodka and get relief from that. And So you take the alcohol and drugs away, you'll find something else if the self is in place. Gambling, spending money, shopping you know, having inappropriate sex, all this stuff, pornography, your mind's going to go in an addictive manner looking for some relief once again. That's a form of slavery. Yeah. So, this whole idea of selfing, if you see it as an activity, and this is what happens, people... They hear this the way this is presented, the selfie. Yeah? So they call me up a week later or they email me and they go, Oh, Paul, I just wanted to tell you, I've been selfing all day today. Alright, See? That is a per not the way they're, they're using it as a pointer. That's pointing to the production of the product. The feeling of being the one who's doing the selfing is the bondage of self. The feeling of being the one who's doing that is the bondage of self. And then, there's another quote: Selfing's been driving me crazy. Alright, that's another thing. Now, you're the victim of the selfie. Now, selfing is... You're, instead of... It's it's now you're, it's being done to you as if you're just a fucking innocent bystander, and this giant truck of selfie came on the sidewalk and ran you over as you were giving money to Goodwill or something. I was I was so good. How could this possibly happen to me? Yeah. So you see it, just see it, and then see because the thing is, everyone's awake, but what are you awake to? That's the dilemma. What are you awake to today? Are you hyper-awake to the thoughts you're having about yourself and others? That awakeness, that's going to use the awakeness that we inherently are to produce a sense of sleep. It's going to use the exact thing that's your freedom to bond you with. So everyone's awake, but it's what you're awake to all day. Yeah? Are you awake to the same old, same old fucking advertisements of the head, nothing's gonna get better. Da, 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 da. Yeah? Or are you awake to new possibilities? Yeah. Most people are awake, they wake up and the selfie is on their main screen. Yes? It's selfie. It's pontificating how the day's gonna be, how what did you do last night? Da 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 da. You didn't have a good sleep. It wasn't there to know anyway. Oh, you didn't have a good sleep last night. And all this baloney, assuming it has something to do with something it has nothing to do with. Then it says, you know, five o'clock, man. I can't make it till five o'clock. Fuck this. No one, you know, whatever. You, you pontificate, and then you believe it, and what does it do? It paralyzes you. You don't do a damn thing. You know? It's an illness. And yet, you're the solution to it, right where you're sitting, right now. If you stop being awake to the self, you'll be awake, period. Yeah? Because if you're awake to the sleeping, if you're hyper-aware of the thoughts that are about you, you're going to be somewhat unconscious here. You're going to be unconscious to the wakefulness that you are. Yes? And therefore, there's going to be an urge or a need to get something outside to make it somewhat bearable. And yet everything you're looking for outside is not even a pale reflection of what's actually looking at that moment, which is what you are. Yeah? So this is the way we do it here. It really is no way. We're just looking at the production of something that we're not with the hopes that if you can study the self like this old Zen master said, Dogen you know, to study Buddhism is to study the self and to study the self is to forget the self so if you actually study the self you'll see that it may not be you and as soon as it's not you you'll start losing interest in it which is the forgetfulness of it yeah. So once you start forgetting self, something that's always been available becomes obvious as you. It becomes obvious here. You become aware. Now you're awake to the awakeness. Yeah. You've been freed from that bondage of self and now you recognize your own inherent nature it isn't a mental product. It isn't a physical product. It's a state of being, let's say. Yeah? That being isn't attempting to achieve anything because it's complete in and of itself. It's not of time, so it's not in any kind of procedure or anything called progress. It can appear to be progress in this dream, but there's no progress in being. It's all there is at all times, right where you are, with no requirement to recognize it because you are recognizing everything from it. You're looking right from what you're looking for. That's the message. So... And we just, every time, people call me up, well, what are you going to talk about this week? The same thing I talked about last week. Same thing I've been talking about 19 years. Why do you want to go anywhere else? If you go anywhere else, that's, that's the beginning of a misstep. If that's not clear, everything else won't be clear. Yeah? Because while you're doing something, you'll have the sense you're the doer. While there's thinking, you'll have the sense you're the thinker. While there's a feeling arising, you'll definitely believe you're the feeler of it. Yeah? So now what happens? So now you want to think good thoughts, you want to have good feelings, and you're on processes and paths to produce that. So in other words, it's like moving to hell to a certain like corner of hell where it's like two degrees cooler than the rest of hell. Far fucking far out. You're still enslaved to the idea of being you all day. Every time you have this great feeling, you're connected, there's the "you claiming that, the sense of you, "I'm the one who's connected." and therefore, you're going to have a great feeling that you're disconnected very shortly thereafter. And you'll be the same one that's there feeling disconnected. There'll always be the movement of opposi- opposites, but they're always being seemingly happening to you. You are the one false stability here, and it's false. Your your whole life, our whole lives are built on a shaky foundation. And you don't see it, how all our sense of anxiety is that we're on a shaky foundation. You're relying on a failed system to bring you to the the land it always promises but never delivers. Because it can't. It can talk about you once were happy, and it can talk about you will be happy, but very rarely is it producing the happiness now you're always on a you're always on an extended warranty you know what I mean just keep doing what you're doing you'll get there someday and the spiritual corporations are even worse they have you they have the most Naive audience that they tell you it may take lifetimes <laughs> for the shipment's coming, but it may be lifetimes before you're ready to receive it. Give me a freaking praise. I've got to purify what? What do you have to purify? The body and the and the <laughs> and the mental state? Yet the spirit as pure as it's ever gonna be right now. And mean we buy it, you know? See so these poor people, I saw they went on a retreat, they went into a sweat, they paid $60,000 for this retreat each, and the three of them died. They, didn't, they weren't in a physical condition to go under a sweat, and they passed away. And they passed away at an event they paid $60,000 for to not pass away. So they wanted to pass over or transcend, but not die. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I bet you that person's still in business. He probably had another retreat a month later. Yeah, Blamed it on the three women for dying just before the moment of realization. (laughs) Now the price is (laughs) $62,000. Some guy I once had a talk was telling me, he was at this thing and they said, if you stood in this position for 17 minutes or something, something would happen, you know? And he, he says, I couldn't do it. And he said, he asked me, what should I have done? You should have said 18 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go on and on and on and on and on. And on. <laughs> I'm getting better. <laughs> I, I really believe it's happening. <laughs> Jesus, it's like... <laughs> oh, yeah. so selfie." The act of being identified as a self. Yeah. To me, not even to me, to some people I really respect. There's one I was gonna read a little bit today. This guy says a great thing. One of the most the best beginnings of anything he says. Why are we uh, why are you unhappy? Because ninety-nine point nine percent of everything you think and everything you do is for yourself and there isn't one. <laughs> So let's say you put 99% into something, and then you realize you may not be that. It's going to be very difficult to give up all that stuff you've done. Yes? You've got all those fucking belts from the spiritual notary public, you know? You've been notarized as a great... Semi enlightener, or whatever. Now you see, and it's all for naught. You know, it's very going to be very difficult. The mind is going to be clinging very heavily to the identification that has grown through all that activity. Yeah? It's like we said it with this story in recovery. They have this thing, statement of uh, being convinced, which means to believe with certainty that self, manifested in various ways, is what has defeated us. It's a beautiful statement. Yeah? Self. That's the small little sense of being a someone. Manifesting in various ways is what has defeated us. Being convinced of that, what are we going to do? We're going to look at its common manifestations. So in recovery, we do a process called inventory. So what we're going to inventory is, and it starts the next paragraph, Resentment. So most people think the resentments are theirs, yes? But it's making a very clear statement that the resentment is a manifestation of self in one's life, yeah? Self, manifesting in various ways, is what has defeated us. Now that we're convinced that, we're now going to look at self's common manifestations, and then the next paragraph starts with one of the common manifestations of selfing, Resentment. Yeah? Which means to refill, which is perfect, because self is all about the past. That's all it is. You, the feeling of being you, has to be remembered. It's remembered by thinking about you as a body in the past, and the remembrance happens now. And it's remembered by worrying about you as a body in the future, and then the remembrance of that body in the future happens now. So you're remembering self all day through the thought system. So, you're re-feeling, are rethinking, re-thinking, rehashing, you re-hashing, you're re read, re- re- which means to do again. That's the whole self thing. Yeah? So, alright. Common manifestation, resentment is the number one. Most people I've met, they keep saying that they're resentments. Okay? It says very clearly they're not. They're expressions of self, and self is what has defeated us, and we're the us, and self is like a foreign installment. Yeah? This foreign installment has taken over all these different views, and now there's an extreme sense of me there. And from that me, yeah, you're looking out at this world, seeing what you can get and what it may take away from you you really want. So you're in a, sort of an anxious state most of the condition, time, in that state, yeah? So self manifests in various ways. Resentment is an expression of self. How do you think you're going to get true relief if you're not clear on that? How are you going to get relief when you deal with the resentments and yet you're not dealing with how they're being used to bond you to the idea of being a self, through the mind? Fear. How are you going to get real radical relief from it if it's seen as your fear? The fear now has a very important meaning to you. It's not very easily let go of by the mental state called selfing because it's using the fear to enforce its sense of being a self. So it's like, you think like, oh, it would be great to get out of fear, but not in the agenda of selfing. It needs the fear to keep itself going. Yeah? Because it keeps you contracted, and you keep get relying on its thought system. You see? So everyone says, why would you put up with this? And then why have you been putting up with this? Because there's something outside your control that's happening, which is the identification of self needs fear to keep the identification of self going. And one of the ways it keeps it going is, you want to get out of it, and you can't get out of it. Which produces fear about that, yes? It's incredible. So here, all right, so now you see it. fear, if you see this fear as an expression of self, then you can take a clear, honest, business-like inventory, and see what doesn't work. All right. And hopefully, when you look at resentments and fears and harming other people in the pursuit of sex, it will point to how self has defeated you in your life, has used you for this act of being defeated. Yeah? And if you see that, maybe you'll have a real keen interest, not claimed or, or, or taken over by self, but an a, a interest prior to the selfing, hey, I'm done with that. Yeah? Now, okay, now you don't, need to get, you don't need a tool to manage fear, you outgrow fear. Because the fear is having a chance to grow in you as a Petri dish through the my. Through the act of this is my fear. These are my resentments. These are my things I've done. The my is the bonding agent. It's bonding us now. The bonding didn't happen 30 years ago in Ohio. Yeah? And you've got to find just one unique spiritual locksmith in Tibet to let you out. The bonding is a mental activity being presented all day. It's telling you that you're a body. It's telling you that you're a historical figure. It's telling you this and this and this and this and this. And now, you, it immediately, as soon as a thought arises, it triggers the mind. I'm the thinker of these. These are all my thoughts. Now, these are bad thoughts. I can't share this with anyone. I can't. I had a thought about drinking, and I'm totally crazy. There wasn't your fucking thought about drinking. There was a thought about drinking. That's it. Immediately gets claimed, and now it's a giant, oh! And then you're calling tons of people. I had a thought about drinking. Give me a fucking break. Go help someone else. It's just the obsession itself is rampant. It's just rampant. All the idea of getting out of self can be construed as an obsession with self. That's the so fucking... This disease, this disease leads to another disease. Yeah? The other disease isn't truly relieved from when you get relieved from this disease. This disease is, is inherently intact. All of this, every step through the program of recovery, it's totally intact there's still a galvanized feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. You're a better version, and you're better for everyone else, and that's great, that's cool, but the possibility can go farther, if you like. Maybe you get to the exact nature of the wrong, which is identification as. The exact nature in the wrong is that you have resentments. That's the lie. The exact nature of the wrong is you're identified with the idea that you're the resenter. That something was put prior in front of the resentment that now has it attached to you as the resentment. In front of the fear that now has it attached to you as a fearful person. That's the bondage. The bondage is there. They're not here. That facilitates the bondage. The resentments and the fears and the actions being used by the mental process facilitate the bondage, but that's not the exact nature of the bondage. The exact nature of the bondage is being identified as a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. If you get relief there, it produces relief throughout the whole system. It's like you're working on the fifth knot, the twelfth knot, you may be it up, and maybe there'll be a little relief around that knot in your life, yeah? But if you, can go, if you can follow the thread to the first knot, and when that first knot gets released, a thread runs through all the other knots, and therefore you know you're on to something. you see it, you see it reverberate throughout your life, the answer because it's right rooted right where the exact nature of the wrong is and right prior to the exact nature of the wrong is what's so fucking right in this sense yeah, the freedom is not after the bondage, it's prior to the bondage, inherently nothing you've never had a fucking resentment in this life yeah when you first come in, you've got to claim it all. But hopefully, over time in recovery, you discard that man. You can't keep thinking you have resentments after 30 years of sobriety. Because you're, you're going to happen when you're 40 years in sobriety and 50 years in sobriety. Yeah? The bondage of self is not even getting closely addressed. It's in ter- it's in perfect place. Yeah. So the exact nature of the wrong. Look at it, see it. This is just a humble invitation. I found that it became the last answer in my life, and it reverberates to the way of life I've been given, which is recovery, and it illuminates a lot of the principles that recovery had to offer, and it's been constantly illuminating them. Yeah, I mean, for me, when I saw that selfing was a foreign installment, it was a radical day, man. It was a radical day. My realm of possibility, the aperture of my mind opened up quite a lot. Yes? And so what happens here, realizations happen, and they can happen like this, where you're the one who's realizing, but something happens where it happens like this, and then you're seen to be not what you are. This is not seen as you anymore. And yet there's still seeing going on. When this is being looked at, it's there's still seeing going on. You're that scene. Yeah? What happens with the selfie? It will allow this to occur. As long as it's in place, being the one who's realized, being the one who has it, being one who's clear, being one. But it gets very, very shaky when it's starting to get put in front of the camera where it's always been. Because its mental state keeps keeps implying that it's behind the camera and it isn't yes what's looking is not a body yeah. so it goes like this and then woo, <laughs> a whole new ball game i am seen what i'm not <laughs> and i haven't died <laughs> that's it for me that's it then there's the possibility hey I could never be a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah? So the possibility of bondage seems totally insane, so the freedom is prior to the bondage. If it comes after the bondage, it's going to lead to more bondage. But if it happens prior to it, which is always happening prior to it, then the freedom doesn't have an opposite on that level. It's just freedom. Yeah. Drink from that well. It's it's running right now. It's available. Just because you don't think you're ready, that's what's stopping it. Because you believe that. You and I are the reality here. Nothing else is giving reality to things but us. Look Look at the basic state everyone's in, a subjective experience. Doesn't that indicate something to you? That we're at the same event and yet we're all having different experiences of it? So, does the event override us, or do we override the event? I would say we override the event, yeah? Just like in physics, they say, the greatest influence of any experiment is the observer of it. (laughs) We're We're the reality. And we're lending that reality, in a sense, through ignorance, from this thing to other things. And now those things have the ability to really affect us as this thing. Yeah. Yes? Have you seen it? Take, it to, take one event, two different, two different kinds of the same event. A woman I know leaves me, who I've had intimate relationships with. Casual, and everything like that. I get over it maybe in a couple hours. A woman I know leaves me, but she was signified as the one. The fairy princess, yeah? Now when she leaves, which is exactly what the other lady did, it's catastrophic. It's like the end of life as I know it to a point where my friend, is happy with my friend, he was in Australia, and he had this beautiful girlfriend, and he wasn't paying much attention to her when I was there. Then finally she left, and then he calls me up. The day, he has a realization, the day she left, that she was the source of all his happiness. She, he didn't know this for the two years that he was next to his source of all his happiness, but now that she's left, he starts, she's suddenly seen, and historically is added on to it, that she was the source of all my happiness. Now, what, where did I put him to the point of almost killing himself? Yes. This is the meaning we give things. Same event, two women leaving, different meaning. Yeah, Look at where the meaning is coming from. Not the event, but from the observer of the event, me. And not me, thank God. If it's me, it's going to be she's the source of my happiness. It's just If they're just seeing, it could be a lot different. Yeah. Take this example. Snake, every year drops its skin. Yeah. It doesn't plan it, it. doesn't, it does, I don't believe it thinks it's the doer of it. You know what I mean? It's just this is what happens in, as a state. Staking, you lose your skin every year. You molt it, whatever. So now, alright, so there's let's say the mental condition is taking itself to be the skin. Yes? But it's implying that it's the whole stake. Now it starts sensing that something's going on and then it has, oh Jesus, the skin's gonna fall off soon. And to me, to him, He's thinking this is catastrophic from the snake's point of view, the skin's point of view. It's like fucking, all right, get moisturized don't go out in the sun. Get away from those rough rocks. We don't want to cut the skin anymore. Yeah? And so to it, it's like fucking Armageddon. But from the snake's point of view, it's hallelujah. Yeah? Same event. The molting of the skin. Where's the mind's resting? Where is it resting? You'll know by how its reaction is. If you're the skin, like in AA, they said, you've got to be willing to save your ass instead of your face. But when I came in AA, I thought my face was my ass, yeah? I thought, I, I thought the skin was the snake. And so when the skin was going under all this stuff, it was totally, fuck, this is unbelievable, I can't take anymore. But it was the greatest event that ever happened to me in this world, getting sober. But in the beginning, it didn't look like that. Yeah, Not from the skin's point of view. The skin was going to get sloughed off, and they didn't particularly like that idea. But from the snake's point of view, hallelujah, you have those options all day. You're either looking from self or seeing it. You know? Seeing the production of it or looking from it. One or the other. Yeah? Seeing from the production of it leads to a sense of being where you can truly rest. You have enough interest to make it through a day quite easily, yes? If you're seeing it from selfing, that's a, that's a form of looking, that's, that's a blindness to what you are, basically. Now you'll be looking for what you are as an objectified idea of it. You know, you'll be looking for the truth when it's the truth that's looking. Yeah. What you are will be thrown outside of you, and then you as what you're not will start looking for it. That's what it does all day. so I think it's great news yeah. get to the exact nature of the wrong and the exact nature of the wrong there is no wrong to tell you the truth that's the exact nature of it <laughs> it can only seemingly be so yeah just like in the, the beginning of recovery and forward the forward talks about the statement a hundred men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body seemingly means it appears to be true or false to you yeah It's not true or false. It appears to be to you. Guess what? That's the case in most situations. Everything is just appearing to be so or not so to you. And it really matters where the mind's resting. For that, what kind of interpretation is going to have sway in your life? If it's resting in self, and you've had enough pre samples of that, man, it's all advertisement. It's all the same thing. If you're having a good day, get suspicious. I can't enjoy this, I don't deserve it, or when are they going to find out? It's having a bad day, it's the beginning of a lifelong depression. Do you want something like that to run your life? All day? Minimize the good, and, and elongate the, the seeming bad? Fuck, that's... Once you see a scene, that's a theme. It doesn't change. It's got its agenda, it's very clear, yes? And it's not about leading you to happiness, joy, and freedom. It will use that to lead you, but it's not about leading you to it. But it will definitely use happiness, joyousness, and freedom to lead you. But it, it won't be where you're thinking you're being led to. <laughs> yeah, man. Read this, it was pretty damn cool. I remember, I remember I can almost have the same sense now of what it was like the day I read it. These were like at the point when I read this stuff, these were really novel ideas. I had no idea that this was a possibility. I was always trying to be free as a self. Yeah? I was meditating, doing all this stuff, but under a framework that I didn't know I was under, which is self. I was the doer, I was the meditator. Every moment I was meditating, I was doing it. Every moment I was doing this or doing that, I was doing it. It was just 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 an incredible assumption that had a galvanizing faith in it. And then here he goes, why are you unhappy? Because 99.9, and he's being generous there. (laughs) It's it's true, he didn't want to say 100%, but it's more true because ninety nine point nine percent of everything you think and everything you do is for yourself, and there isn't one now it's not saying stop thinking, but maybe you can look at that you're not the thinker, yeah, maybe you travel lighter through the thought system if you weren't the owner of it or the claimer or the doer of it. maybe you're not gonna have you're not gonna stop feelings, but you can question, are you the feeler yeah. In other words, are you the myth that's catching all these balls that life is throwing? Or is there no myth? Yeah. Are you that myth that's had every feeling? Are you the myth that had every thought? Are you the myth that had every action? Are you? Even if it doesn't matter if it's worn leather, it's still it still can only reach the level of seemingly being so. It has to appear to be true or false to your head. That's the possibility. So what seemed to be true, and you can have a story. This has seemed to be. This has been true for 40 years, and it can evaporate in a nanosecond because it's not so. Yeah, there's no huge destruction period because there was nothing that was truly constructed. Yeah, you don't have to put your salvation ahead in time. You're saved right now. You're saved prior to ever needing to saved. If some solution has time involved in it, it's not a solution, really. Because the solution is timeless. Like The Course in Miracles says in a beautiful way, all these practices and processes you can do, they can't fail because it's mind's intention to use them to to experience its own freedom, which is already prior to everything, yeah? But, if you're reading this book, maybe The Course in Miracles will save you time. So that's what happens here. And what happens is, anything that's worth its salt will lead you to a realization, I need do nothing. Yeah? Everything. Why not start there? All your somethings are going to lead to nothing. Why not start with nothing? See where that leads. Yeah? May save you some time. So. Alright, that's it. Any, any questions? So, no. this is...